Hello. Today I'll briefly talk about orientalism, which probably is one of the most significant concepts in post-colonial studies. And I'm not going to explain Edward Said's book here. Maybe I'll do a separate lecture on this, but on that, but uh, my purpose here is to just introduce the concept. And since you know what is orientalism it's a question often posed to me by my students as well as you know in the general debate about post colonial studies and it garners a lot of attention so uh, edward said while explaining uh, his reasons for writing his book the famous book orientalism which came out in 1978 uh suggests that he came up with the idea of theorizing orientalism because while reading european texts about the middle east he realized that as he read fiction literary works travel narratives a certain specific view of the middle east which is termed the orient in the book hence the term orientalism emerged no matter who was traveling there or who was writing about it and certain tropes were constantly mobilized so these could be of sensuous women of the bedouin of people living in the desert uh chieftains images emerged especially in dutch paintings of these people who somehow exist existed outside the teleological time as if their history had not changed and said realized that this was present over about 300 years in multiple modes of representation that came out of europe and that view of the middle east persistently was offered and that is when he decided to theorize that concept and that concept the reason the europeans and also americans maybe see the orient the way they do is because according to said that that view of the orient is produced discursively and i've already discussed uh, this in another lectures which you can uh, access through the links below or links uh, uh, in the description said was probably one of the first scholars major scholars in united states to really use foucault's concept of discourse he actually uh, in the preface to orientalism he mentions two of foucault's works there so roughly speaking what he meant by discourse or orientalism being discursive was that a body of knowledge emerges about the east it can be historical works it can be literary works travel writing and that writing is so powerful so pervasive that any european who's interested in the middle east interested in the orient cannot escape viewing it through that lens through the lens that places the orient in this timeless zone as these ossified cultures patriarchal sensuous like 
probably violent and it's that predisposition discursively produced in the european consciousness to look at the orient this particular way is what said calls and terms orientalism and in order to create such a discourse said asserts in one of his video um, interviews you have to have power right and he starts in in the book orientalism uh, he uses napoleonic invasion of egypt as an originary moment and the reason he does that is because that displays the power of a european conqueror that he doesn't just come in with a military and a navy but also an army of researchers doctors geographers anthropologists who have the power to record egypt and so he says that that act that power to do so is what decides the p- production of a discourse because there is no uh, comparable reading of france by arabs or anyone else like that so power is crucial power to record power to disseminate that information and it's that body of knowledge combined with power that ultimately then creates a discourse which forces imperceptibly europeans to see the orient the muslim world the current middle east in a certain way without even knowing it and it's that lens through which they see or think about the orient is what he calls orientalism and hence as i said that view is discursively produced because they are already in a discourse where their consciousness is already guided to these pre-established tropes and said goes on to even suggest that it is almost impossible for people living in america or elsewhere to see the orient any other way because the discourse of orientalism is so powerful even now now a lot of uh, conservative scholars who are opposed to said's views uh, always mention oh well there is occidentalism as well and what they mean by it is that uh, the people from the muslim countries use their own tropes about america and europe and mobilize them even the terroristic groups mobilize them but the reason at least on a scholarly level occidentalism is not possible simply is because uh, these people are misreading how a discourse is produced to be able to perpetuate that view and disseminate it people who have these prejudicial views about europe and elsewhere need to have the power of knowledge to produce a powerful discourse which is accepted as truth and that is not possible within the given current climate of power so they can have their prejudicial views they can even preach it to their followers but it still doesn't become occidentalism because it doesn't dislodge the power of the european or american power centers and that's why people who theorize or talk about occidentalism 
don't really understand sites work well and don't really understand uh, you know how this course works um, there are obviously criticisms of say um, even from post-colonial studies Ijaz Ahmed and others and one of the major criticisms to his work was that when you read Orientalism the natives seem to have no agency it seems that they're completely a product of the western discourses and power structures and said actually explains that in in the afterword of the book where he basically suggests look my purpose here wasn't to record and recuperate and and articulate the acts of agency and resistance the project of the book which he lays down in the introduction was to explain the discourse that creates a certain pre-established view of the orient and that's why the focus of the book was on europeans and what they were producing and how they were representing the east to west but that criticism is there and said of course goes on to right culture and imperialism and other works and if you read his works on Palestine you already know that he wasn't naive enough to assume that there was no real orient or there was no east and that people didn't resist it but that's one of the criticism that most critics offer so just by way of conclusion orientalism according to said is the discursive framework within which the Europeans and Americans and others living in metropolitan cultures already have certain preconceived ideas about the orient about the muslim world without even knowing how those ideas were formed and hence view that part of the world with that lens and it's that lens created discursively over time through a body of work and power and knowledge is what he calls orientalism i hope this was helpful um, if you are listening to me on patreon or watching this video i am deeply grateful for your support and if you like this please do uh, subscribe to my youtube channel and if you have any questions please post them in the comments and i'll try to answer those and i will keep producing these brief videos and hope to see you next time and until then you know goodbye and see you next time